Welcome, welcome, welcome to the End Times. Continue recording on this, the 12th of November. I am Dino, and you are. And I am Ace. Oh, man. It is it is just rainy and terrible weather here. How have you been? Um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's just cold here. Really cold. It was... Um, there was a little bit of snowfall, actually, just a little bit of some flurries uh, here the other day. That was just, uh, and then sleet, of course, uh, which is like my least favorite weather pattern ever. Oh God, <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. All it does is all it does is fuck everything up. It just makes it just makes everything. It, just, it makes it dangerous to go out. It's I yeah. fucking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Like either rain or snow, please. Not not any in between. <laughs> I right. Not do that. Yeah. Um, we don't get very much of that here anymore. Mm. But oh, we yeah. used to get it a lot when I was living in West Texas because it never got cold enough to really snow. So right. it'd just be freezing rain dropping all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the worst. Anyway, how have you been? Uh, sort of meh, but it's fine. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in a bit of a mood. I just, I just realized that like two or three things are all broken and I just realized all of these things. I'm sure they broke at different times, but one Mm. was just now and I've, I've just realized that all these things are broken and now I'm kind of upset, but yeah, it's one of those moments when it rains, it pours. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the absolute worst. Um, Anyway, you know what we haven't talked about? What's that? In a, in a little bit. We haven't uh, talked about uh, about uh, the video the, game. Oh, yeah. The, the game. The video the game, game, yeah. The video game. Yeah. The yeah. Destiny video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the Destiny video game, the sequel. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a reason for that, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> because I haven't been playing the Destiny the video game the sequel very often in the last little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I play just enough to get my like seasonal content done because I technically pay for it in advance when I buy like the expansion. So it's like I'm going to do the bare minimum to get this done and then I'm logging off. Uh <laughs> when does the next season start? Right. The end of this month? Uh yeah. I think so. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to finish my battle pass for this season. I'm just not. I'm, uh, I'm only like level 23 or something. I haven't. I. I really. I haven't been playing very often because it's. It's the kind of thing where it's. <sighs> with everything that's gone on with the game, I'm just kind of. I'm just kind of biding my time. I'm just waiting. Yeah. Yeah. The good news is it'll be easy to finish next season's battle pass because it's going to be a fucking eight month season. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. They, oh. So what happened is is Bungie <laughs> Bungle, uh, the company that develops <laughs> Destiny, Ugh. Destiny the game, the sequel, 
Um, they they uh, uh, laid off a shitload of their workforce. I think they had. Um, yeah. I think they had something like. What what did they end up laying off? They had something like uh, twelve hundred, right? Uh, in, you mean in total? But, yes. Uh, out of their, yeah, I think they have like eleven to twelve hundred people, and they laid off a little more than a hundred. Yeah, is the um, we don't have exact numbers, but that's around the estimation. That's a big chunk of that company. Yeah, that is oh, a yeah. huge chunk of the company, and among them included, uh, well, one individual retired. Mm-hmm. But he was the uh, the the composer for Destiny, and he had been oh, a Michael. composer on De- on Bungie products going all the way back Michael to Halo. Salvatore. Yeah, yeah, Michael Salvatore. Um, he was one of the people responsible. Well, I mean, he is the person responsible for the Destiny Two theme, and then he was also a, a co creator of the Halo theme. Yes. Uh, so it it really is just wild that uh, he was kind of just let go. It seems he he claims to have retired, right? But he was oh, it seems he? like one of those situations where it's like you're told basically, "Hey, it's time for you to retire." You know what uh, I mean? I yeah, I If he claims that fine, but I kind of think that he was let go just for the fact that he and he changed his like profile announcing that he was no longer a bungee the day this the layoffs happened yes the day, like, yeah the, it was all at the same up. time yeah it's a weird it's a weird way to you know announce your you know your you're going on your own volition uh you know um on the day that there's massive layoffs in your company that's yeah it's just yeah and and according to according i can't remember if this was official or if this was leaked but according to um sources various sources this all occurred after bungie missed basically their 2023 targets yeah. uh their that revenue targets so yes you can take that rank pretty much um, oh yeah jason, jason schreier is 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 consistently a good source of information like this um apparently this happened as as a result of or related to Bungie missing their revenue targets by 45%. Yeah. Oop, a little oopsie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you miss yeah. how do you miss a revenue target by 45%? How many people did you expect to pre-order Lightfall? <laughs> or I mean, right. uh, Final Shape. <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, how many people did you expect to be buying from the Eververse? Did I'm wondering yeah. this. I'm wondering if they looked at Lightfall pre-orders, okay? And they expected all those people to hang around who had pre-ordered Lightfall mm-hmm. uh, to hang around and be buying shit from the Eververse store and buying silver and buying battle passes and buying all this stuff. I'm wondering if they expected them to stay around for the next year. And when Lightfall came out and all those new people who jumped on because Witch Queen was so good, and this is in the Steam charts, uh, Lightfall really performed as far as player numbers and then it fell off a cliff because yeah, a yeah, bunch of people writing the goodwill from Witch Queen. Yes. So they were writing the good yeah. Because Witch Queen was great and everybody got their friends playing the game again because Witch Queen was so awesome and everyone was like, guys, you gotta play Witch Queen. It's such a good expansion, it's great. And that's all true. It really is and was. Mm-hmm. But um Lightfall sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and so all those people who returned to the game and all those people who, you know, hadn't played since year one of Destiny Two when it was still on the Battle.net mm-hmm. launcher and prior to Forsaken and all all those people who had fallen off the game and came back for Lightfall, they just left again. Yeah. Yeah. 
And also, um, you know, the we've talked about it before, but the microtransaction model that um, Destiny Two employs, uh, it feels predatory. It really yes. does. It feels like. Uh, you know, it, there's always this balance like companies have to strike, right? Where it, it's like, yeah, they obviously they want to, you know, make some extra money. So they have microtransactions, which I'm fine with in, in general. Um, but when it when it becomes when you get the sense that your entire like like the entire purpose is designed around you to spend money right that that's all like it is you know what yeah. i mean like yes of course they want your money but if they make it feel like your existence is just there so that they you can pay them uh then it starts to become feel like uh gross a little bit do you know what yeah. i mean it starts to feel like oh it, it it feels like in bad faith almost like a bad faith uh business relationship or something it really um, does <laughs> and it's and not just cosmetics it, anymore. Remember, yeah. they put power in the battle pass. Those oh, right. the, the yeah. ability to shape, the ability to get uh, weapon um, weapon blueprints from that little whatever it is in the battle pass. Mm-hmm. That's power. That's that's yeah. power that they're selling in the battle pass. Right. Yeah. I like. I. I'm in general. I'm fine with microtransactions. I, I do think it's uh, interesting that Bungie. Not only do they have microtransactions, right? But they're a paid game. Well, it's technically free to play, but really, it's free to try, right? Um, oh, they yeah, have paid dude, paid DLCs, and nobody um, knows how much of the game they have to buy to actually play the game. Like people go right. on Steam. If you look at the list of shit, I'm actually going to pull up their store page. If you look at the list of shit on Steam that's under Destiny Two, a lot of which is totally irrelevant. Um. As far as, like, the actual story of the game or the experience of the game goes. Let me look at their store page and look at their DLC. See all. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay. I don't even own all of it. I don't even own all of this. I don't own, um... I, I don't own, uh... What, what the hell? Like, what is it? Okay. Final Shape plus Annual Pass I haven't bought because I'm not going to pre-order the game. I'm not going to pre-order Final Shape. Um, I don't own the Legacy Collection, whatever the hell that's supposed to be. I, I, I don't own the Armory Collection, because that's, I mean, here's the thing, it's a weird list of, there's bundles, and then there's actual yeah. expansions. Right, yeah. Because, like, there's the, the, the Legacy Collection is... A collection, I guess, of things? It's not in the description. The Armory Collection is the 30th Anniversary and Forsaken. Forsaken, by the way, which has no <laughs> content because the Forsaken campaign yeah. isn't in the game anymore. It was vaulted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only thing from Forsaken yeah, that you have, uh, that you get from that is the raid access, I believe. Um, right. That's it. Um, and they're selling and that the for $20. Raid. That dude, that's that's insane. The that's raid and the Dreaming City—that's all you get. No, no, you can be in the Dreaming City without it. I'm pretty sure you can go. Dreaming City is an ad, just a open world. Really? I think I think you can just go there without. I thought so. I it's not wrong. locked. All you're buying is raid access. Then, I, okay. So I, I can't remember. I I want to say you're. I I'm almost positive that's just a free explorable area. I bet um, it is. But I bet it is. I bet you're game. right. The only thing I, if I remember, this is their model, right? You could like, um, um, you can go to like, you know, um, 
uh, Seventh and Stone World and stuff like that without actually buying the DL Witch Queen DLC. You just can't do any of the missions, right? You can't, like, the first two missions right. or whatever are free for everyone, and so is the explorable area, but you can't play any of the missions without the DLC. Oh, because um, that, they have to get you to the actual the, the location on Mars where you shape weapons. Well, that... Well, Because that's that, in the free game, right? That Yeah, that's in the free game, but you can also just go to her throne world free on, on right. a mission. Like, the first mission. Um... Um, and you can just freely explore around, but so yeah, it's not either not even selling like a, an actual location in the game. Uh, they're just selling raid access uh, <laughs> for twenty dollars. For twenty dollars, yeah. Jesus, yeah. Um, Shadow Keep they're selling for twenty five dollars, and Shadow Keep is that, totally irrelevant. I yeah, that no yeah that that that's the that stories that dlc story is totally irrelevant the the location i don't think there's any what are you buying is is vault of glass locked behind shadow keep maybe I, no I, no vault of glass is free well then what the well oh is a uh, maybe black garden is black garden locked behind shadow keep uh no it's the raid yeah the raid is locked behind shadow keep so okay. there is a raid here um yeah so that's ahead. 25 bucks for raid access because no one's going to yeah. play that DLC's campaign. Yeah. Um, Beyond Light. I, I, still never, I still never completed the dungeon that's associated with that DLC. No. Shadow Key. No. I've just, dude, I've not, I haven't beaten that campaign. I haven't ever played no. that dungeon. I haven't done, I, I've, I have not interacted with Shadow Keep outside of the one time that uh, me and yeah. you and a few other people tried to run uh, Black Garden and we couldn't beat Black Garden because of the fucking uh, laser puzzle. So it was like, it was... <laughs> The, the boss at the end is just annoying. The, the, yes. That is the worst raid. That, it is visually one of the best raids they've ever made. Mechanically, it's one of the most rage-inducing uh, raids I've ever played in in, 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 in a video game ever. Uh, it's, it is right. just annoying. Here's what sucks. This actually legitimately sucks. Beyond Light, $30. One of the longest most annoying campaigns in destiny and you need to play that campaign three times to get stasis on all three characters not just that not just that but in order to unlock the aspects and fragments after oh all the bounties and shit (laughs) i forgot about that in order to yes so you have to play through the whole campaign in order to get access to the subclass that you bought the DLC for, pretty much. Um, uh, and then you don't actually... You have, like, a very nerfed version of the subclass unless you do these bounties, which you can only get to like two a week or something like that, in order to unlock extra parts of the subclass. It is inferior. So you can actually it's build out the subclass. Model. And you have yes. to do all that on three characters, including yeah. playing through the whole DLC story campaign. Yep. It is the worst, the worst, as far as uh, organization of an expansion goes and what you're, like, working toward. It's terrible. It's no secret that, like, you know, obviously video game companies that um, try to optimize player retention, right? They try to optimize for player retention so that people spend more time on the game, more time on the game. um, If they're having a good time, often correlates with more money spent on the game. Yes. um, Right? That's, uh, That's just a pretty, like easy correlation um 
the way Destiny does it a lot of times is infuriating because it makes it feel like a chore and it actually has the opposite effect of what they're intending. Yes, uh, and, exactly. And stasis, unlocking stasis is one of those where it's just like it, it is just it's monotonous. It, it it feels bad. It feels bad on playing this DLC. And yeah. the story is okay. I think the story is just like pretty good. Uh, but it's it the, the entire like mechanics around it. It's long. And it really, really, really just feels like a chore to unlock. Let's not forget, though, that Lightfall had the same problem. Like, Lightfall still, there was still a chore. It, it was still a chore in Lightfall to unlock all your aspects and fragments and stuff for, for Strand. It, it was, but, but not as much. Not and as it much. Was, that's not, that's it was not high, you know, that's not If you left, If yeah. you left one aspect unlocked on on your like main character you could complete your build just don't buy one aspect that you don't want leave it locked you'll keep getting the currency and i'm, and I'm pretty sure that currency is shared across characters so you could yeah. if i recall correctly you could cheese that just by playing your main character getting a lot of currency from your strand subclass and then take think- that currency and unlock it on other characters yeah, I think they also made it easier like a week after launch or something like that, where I think they didn't they uncapped the currency um, or whatever. For, oh, I for forgot that. there was I a think. cap on it at the beginning. Ah, yeah, there was a cap on it in the beginning and people hated it. And then they removed the cap. And now I think it's very they made it a lot easier to unlock everything afterwards. So now if you played it now, it's like much easier than Lightfall, but they never they never sorry, it's much better than Beyond Light. They never went back and fixed Beyond Light ever. They no. not not once. They no. never I don't think they've tweaked it. It still sucks to play through. It is just not fun. Uh, that and Beyond uh, Light just this is honestly, Beyond Light should have been part of the free game when it launched on Steam. Because yeah. That was the whole selling. That was the whole thing they were doing when they launched on Steam. Is they were like, "This is the next iteration of the game, Beyond Light, Destiny, Beyond Light." That's when they had the new onboarding experience for new players in the Cosmodrome. That's when they added all that stuff. Beyond Light should have just been free. That's the campaign yeah. in the game now. Is Beyond Light? That's what it should have been because they yeah. took the Red War out. Yeah, they 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 removed like sixty percent of the content that they had in the game. <laughs> uh. Yeah, they removed and, the actual Destiny 2 campaign, which was actually a good yeah. campaign. It was a good story. There was just no in-game. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's one of those things where it's just like, man, I don't understand uh, some of their decision-making. And I, I know they, like, talked about how, you know, it was their engine and that's why they had to, like, vault stuff because their engine just could not take adding this much more content to the game with the content that was already in the game. Okay. Apparently, uh-huh. apparently, this is interesting. It's interesting you say that, because apparently it's come out now that there were some people who were under under NDA and weren't allowed to talk about it, but it just came out the other day that the actual reason they vaulted all that content mm-hmm. was because they were still trying to support the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. Oh, okay. The, that, the okay. storage means- was not fast enough on those machines to support the whole game. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. And apparently it's come out now that, that it was like, that's the real reason for the Destiny content vault, is that trying to support the PlayStation and the Xbox One. I don't think the Tiger engine is good, and I don't think it can support the game they want to build. Don't get me wrong. I think you're correct to call out the engine, because it's been a problem. But I think it's probably both things are working right. together. Probably caused it. You know, it's it probably is the storage, the streaming. 
uh, and the engine together that probably are like, yeah, we can't do this. Uh, yes. But they couldn't support the entire game. And so they, they had to cut out massive chunks of the game. Yeah. Um, Which, again, even if it was necessary, it's not like it doesn't suck. It absolutely sucks. The <laughs> no. game you bought, the game that you, if you bought Destiny 2 in year one, when it was still under Activision and everything, the game you bought is gone. Isn't it crazy? Doesn't it seem insane to you that Forsaken, which is the best story I think Bungie has ever produced in Destiny, uh, is not there. <laughs> yeah! It's not there anymore. All that's like, left in the game like, is their mediocre stuff. Yeah. As, uh, yeah. With the exception of Witch Queen. Witch Queen, yeah. Which is wild! And, like, even the seasonal content, that a lot of that good stuff, you can't play those missions anymore either. Every year they rotate the seasons out, so you have four seasons that you can play through each year. Um, and after that, they get wiped, essentially, in room for new seasons, and then you can't play any of the story content there. Which, you know, in a story-based game, that seems like a problem. Yeah! <laughs> Absolutely, especially like when so much problem. of the story is told in the seasons. Yes. Um, dude, they're still selling... Okay, the 30th anniversary pack, which makes sense. What you're buying, the yeah. thir- you actually are buying I, I content like the with the 30th anniversary. anniversary. Yeah, yeah, I, I like. I, I wasn't upset about my purchase of the 30th. Anniversary no, it's pack. it's a it's a good. You're buying a, a a whole new location and an activity, and you're buying a dungeon, and you're buying access to weapons and armor sets that aren't in the base game. Yeah. Um, like that's and it's and also none of it's necessary, with the exception maybe of Gallarhorn. But even now, if you don't really need Gallarhorn right now. Um, especially, I wouldn't say it's pay to win just because there's so many other weapons you could use that are just free. You know? Yeah. Well, Hothead outperforms Gallarhorn right now. If there's a if there's a Gallarhorn in your group, your Hothead is better than your than the guy next to you's Gallarhorn. Yeah. If you have a good roll on it, um, which you can farm, you can farm Hothead rolls. Um, you can actually re-roll them at Zavala too if you have yeah. enough. Yeah. Exactly. So, so that's not really like that. That's uh, I. I don't think that's really a big deal that you can only get Gallarhorn with 30th anniversary pack. Yeah. Um, it, it would have been if it were D1. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah. But back when it was like no Gallarhorn, no raid invite. That was yeah. that was the D1 experience. Exactly. Um. Anyway, so they're still so they're selling that, which is fine. They're still selling the Witch Queen, which is fine. That's that was the yeah, that's, yeah, that's what yeah. two updates ago. That's not a big deal. Um, or two, two. I'm sorry, two expansions ago. Um, Beyond Light. We already said. I I think that should have been free when they moved to Steam. I think I think Beyond Light should have been the base game free experience when you went when when you downloaded the free to play game from Steam. Um, but if you play the if you are a free player, there is no actual story campaign for you to play if you try no. if you try to play the game free. No, you have to buy Beyond uh, Light. Yeah, yeah. Which is look look. It's fine if you want to say that. Well, yeah, but that's you know, if you want the campaign, you have to pay for the game. Okay, but that's you're not free to play. There's a lot of free to play games. Final Fantasy that let you play the campaign free, and yeah. the and the expansions cost money, but you can play the campaign free. Uh, so you know, yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen gives you basically what was it sixty days now? They'll give you just to play the game for free. And if you can, um, as much as the, of the campaign as you can chug through in that time, they'll let you do well, it. I thought, I thought it was up until a certain level uh, you could play. Like uh, You can play to, you can play. yes, you can play, I'm sorry, it's 30 days and you can play to level 60. 
and you can't level yep. past 60. Um, yeah. But there are, I think there are a couple of ways actually to extend your trial, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you can, yeah. So if you can, if you can chug through basically Realm Reborn in, in, yeah. in 30 days, you can play the entire base campaign of Final Fantasy mm-hmm. 14 for free. And there's no armor that's like there's no power that's locked behind buying any expansions or anything as far as like um, the stuff that's in a realm reborn. It's all there. A realm reborn is practically free to play for 30 days at least. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, yeah. It, and it's 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 you know, it's just all these things. That's like if you if you just go to their Steam page like you're doing right now and you just look at all their expansions, it's like the fact that there's not a bundle that new players can buy. Like uh, the worst thing about destiny. And I, I truly believe this is the new player experience. Like, Oh, I, it is. I remember trying to get some, I, I remember, and I think I've talked about this on the show before we, I, um, but I remember trying to get some friends to play destiny in the past. And I actually felt bad. Like, I'm like, Oh, I feel dirty. It's, yep. <laughs> I feel really dirty trying to get them to like purchase this. Yep. It's like in order to have, like experience the things I want them to experience, they would have to buy like three different DLCs. Uh, it's like, well, you know, yeah, if you want to do this raid, you got to do that, this and this and this. And look, look, it's not like, you know, like a lot of games, like obviously sell expansions. It's, it's, you know, that itself is not the problem. The problem is they make you do so many things in order just to play yeah. the game and just to play the expansions well, the and problem- get access to the raid yes. and get access to the dungeon which so the dungeon keys are sold separately if you don't buy the expansion pass oh the god animal- yes the dungeon keys <laughs> but part of the part of the this is part of the problem too with it and you you actually made this po- other other games do have expansions but do you know what other games do uh, they usually make it so that if you buy the most recent expansion, the previous ones are free, or that they just well. What they'll do is, it. I think, and I think what Final Fantasy does is that you can buy the you can buy um, a bundle of all of the old expansions. Yeah, everything, everything that's been released for the game, with the exception of the most recent expansion. And yeah, the most recent yeah. expansion is like 50, 60 bucks. And the, the, the pack of yeah. everything that was previously in the game before the most recent expansion is like 40. Yeah, I, but I think that what they also do, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, from what I understand with Final Fantasy, if you buy the most recent expansion, all the other previous expansions uh, are bundled in with it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I think there's so two. I think there's destiny. two packs that come up. Like if you're if you already yeah. own all the other gear, or oh, own, right. all the other yeah. stuff, the most recent expansion is cheaper. If you buy just yes. the most recent expansion for something like uh, uh eighty 60, bucks, yeah, sixty eighty, yeah, yeah, something like that. It the the rest of it comes free. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, not not free. You're paying an increased price for it, but but well, it's all the content in the game is there. It comes bundled in. Yeah, it yeah. Comes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which again, I don't understand why they don't do this. Truly, like, uh... <laughs> especially since they already have certain bundles on here. They have the 30th anniversary plus Forsaken. Yeah. They have uh, what is the Legacy Collection? I I don't understand um, what that's supposed to be. Um, it it includes Witch Queen, Beyond Light, and Shadow Keep. But Forsaken's not Uh-oh. in it? And 30th Anniversary's not in it? <laughs> like, wh- what the hell? Yeah, uh, it's... 
that's what I mean, man. It like it feels there's something about the way uh, the Destiny ecosystem is set up to the point where it feels predatory a lot of times. Just when you want to go, like when you're willing to spend money, they're they're like you know, it's like shoving it in your face that yeah. oh yeah, we're not going to make this easy on you. Uh, we're not going to make this simple. Uh, you know, like if I have to individually get, purchase a bunch, like like three different expansions, something went wrong. Right, <laughs> there's something wrong here, dude. They are still um, selling. Lightfall and also, plus the yeah. annual pass. The third yeah. season, there's only four seasons in the annual pass. The third season yeah. is a couple of weeks from ending, and they're still yeah. selling people the annual pass. Yeah, but there's really like eight months left in the last <laughs> right. season. So. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, that that's crazy, right? Because again, uh, for people who don't know, after the fourth season... All that previous seasonal content goes away and you can't play it anymore. So if you're oh, on, cool. if the yeah. fourth season is yeah, if the fourth season's going on and you get the annual pass so you just unlock all seasons, you have until the end of the fourth season to play through all those seasons to get your money worth uh, before it's gone forever. So uh it's yeah, that that's wild. And and you know, also like again, as I said, I'm fine with like microtransactions in general and stuff. It's fine. Um but the way they for not being a true free to play game their microtransactions are extremely expensive for not being again for not being a free to play game yeah really uh for having all these different expansions yeah uh, like look i play i play fortnite a lot um they their skins uh are around the same price um uh sometimes although they, they do it a little better where you can purchase them individually or in a bundle um uh, whereas, but that's just completely optional. I've never felt like I have to get, I have to spend money for me to in, have enjoyment in the game. <laughs> Do you know what no. I mean? The well, game. and, and it, it, with Fortnite, especially you have a system, they, they have a system where yeah. if you buy the battle pass and only the battle yes. pass and you complete your battle it's pass, one. which itself, the, the requirement that you complete your battle pass is kind of. Yeah, a little predatory in itself because then you feel like you wasted I mean, money if you don't finish the battle pass. And although that's all battle passes, but yes, yes, it, it, it's very much a you, you buy it in order in the, in the player retention. Yes, yeah, yeah. I have the same complaint about that. I have the same complaint about any game yeah. in the battle pass. But um, yeah. but the it, it regardless, if you buy that battle pass, you get enough. If you and you don't spend any of the virtual currency that's in the battle pass, you get enough of that currency to buy the next battle pass. Yeah, so, so you, if like, you just buy one battle pass, you can do a full, and you don't spend that currency on like in the shop or whatever. Is if you save it, you will always be able to get the next battle pass without spending any real money. And you get point. your skins and emotes and all the stuff that you unlock in the course yeah, of the battle pass. Yes, yeah. So you can just you pay for it once, and you can continuously get it like over and over again you cannot do that in, in destiny no you cannot there is no uh, virtual uh, currency in the battle pass not for you there, yeah. wait there is okay this is another well, fucked thing about destiny yeah. okay let's talk about bright dust so you have two different virtual currencies for cosmetics and bullshit in the world of destiny you have silver which is premium currency that's your that's your cash based yep. currency and then you have yes. bright dust which is yep. also used to buy cosmetics on a rotating schedule where like there are different cosmetics available for bright dust every week so yep. 
you have those two different currencies. You get a lot of bright dust from the battle pass and from just playing the game. You, you can get a lot of bright dust, but from season challenges. Yeah. Yes. Right. Well, well think about this. Do you, did you notice in the last, um, new year's event? Okay. No, it wasn't new year's. What was it? The last event with the shiny, uh, the, 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 the cool, like, damn it. The, with the with the cool the glowy event? robes and stuff. Oh yeah, the summer event. Uh, yeah, the yeah. solstice event, right? Not solstice. solstice uh, yeah, yeah no, no, it is. is. Solstice. Yeah, yeah, it's a solstice. Okay, yeah. so during that event, you could go to the item shop, and you could get um the the versions of those uh, armor sets with the different glows on them. With the power responsive yeah. glows on them. And if you went yeah. to the item shop and you purchased that, the, you could find it on the item shop. If you dug, you could find them being sold for bright dust. But if you navigated directly to them, they were being sold for silver. <laughs> Genius. Like, that is, that, I, that pissed me off, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were there for bright dust, but but you the, the the ones that were on like the front page were being sold for silver. Yeah. <laughs> Same armor sets, uh, dude. It made me angry when I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. So they're pulling shit like that, and I didn't see anyone talking about that. Yeah, and again, this is the thing that that, that bugs me. Right, is that Destiny Two. I feel like they try to get away with a lot of this stuff uh, just because they call themselves a free-to-play game when they're not, and that truly yes. to me is the most insulting part yeah. of this whole thing. Uh, like, again, if they if if Destiny Two was truly a free-to-play game, and they had like the battle pass and the microtransactions, I wouldn't care. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't. Uh, but the fact that they, I think they try to be like, oh, well, yeah, we have a battle pass and we have these microtransactions uh, because, you know, we're obviously a free to play game. It's like, no, you're not. You're not a free to play game. Stop saying that. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're not. Free to you're free thing. to access it. <laughs> I would struggle to call them free to try because two yeah. of the five powers you can have in the game are locked behind uh, expansions. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like you can get maybe you can play maybe what 10% of the content uh free something like uh, that. Yeah, if that. I mean, uh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And it, it's so it's fucked. Yeah. I mean, look, like is doing the Fortnite comparison. There is a PvE Fortnite thing called Save the World. It's it's I think it's, I think it's, it's like So what the game was what's what the game was supposed There's to be when original, it first launched. Yeah. Original. It was. It's like a base building zombie mode, right? Uh, it has a story and everything. Uh, it's uh, fifteen dollars. You pay for it once, and you have complete full access to it. Um, but the Fortnite battle royale completely free. That you don't have to spend a single dime uh, to have the full content experience. Right. Um, everything else is just, just cosmetics. Yeah, that is a free to play game. That is not comparable to Destiny 2. No. It's just not. And every time they call themselves a free to play game, it's like you're lying. You, you're just lying. You're not. You're not a free to play game. 
Yeah. And even on top of that, you think about, and we were talking about this a little bit with Beyond Light. If you buy, if you, if you do buy just the two expansions that give you the, the two powers or the two power subclasses that you're missing in the free experience. Okay. Yeah. If you just buy those two expansions, um, uh, you're buying the worst destiny that's ever been made <laughs> or that's available to play right now. Right. Beyond Light yeah. and, and, and Lightfall. Those are two of the fucking worst expansions they've released. Yeah. And, and you have to buy them to put... It's well, insane. I, I, think, I think Shadowkeep is worse than Beyond Light. Uh, but it's... But yeah. It's, I think it's, Shadowkeep it's, is carried by its uh, aesthetic. I love the Shadowkeep okay. aesthetic. That's fair. I, lo- I like the aesthetic on the moon. I like the I I like the Shadowkeep aesthetic, and I don't hate the horror elements of it. I actually think Shadowkeep is an interesting little experiment. It's just totally irrelevant to the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I think. Yeah. I think it's it's mostly irrelevant. Uh, I guess it's not as annoying to play either uh, as the Beyond Light expansion was. God, uh, Beyond, so it's I, just I so fucking long. Yeah. And then you have to run all the bounties to get your. Uh, it's not good. Um, yeah. And so help you for playing three characters. Because <laughs> there's no way that you can cheese unlocking stuff for your other two characters like you can with yep. Lightfall. Yep. Ugh. It's terrible. And then they... And yeah. then, yeah, but... I'm sorry, oh, continue. No, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, they, they have... Uh, they have all of this shit. It's $564 altogether, and you don't need all of it. Yeah. No. You don't, you don't need, need all need of most it. Of it. <laughs> no. You can play you can play all of the game that matters with the Legacy Collection, the Armory Collection, and Lightfall. You can play all of the game that matters with those three things. Yeah. That's 30th anniversary, Forsaken, um, Beyond Light, Shadow Keep, Witch Queen. That's all of that. And then Lightfall separately. The fact that they're selling Forsaken for $20 really irritates me. Like, that is actually insulting, truly. It really is. Again, all you're getting is raid access. That is an expansion that they vaulted 90% of the content out of. Like, that's not no longer in the game. It's just the raid. And now look, that's the raid is probably my favorite raid in the game, but one, people don't do it anymore. Uh, and it's not relevant for any of the content going on in Destiny. Uh, there is like one rocket launcher you get from the raid that's considered like the best rocket launcher, but it's it's the best in the sense that you don't need it. Like, yeah, sure, it outshines uh, the ro- other rockets by just a little bit, but you don't need that rocket launcher yeah. for anything in particular. There's other rockets that do ju- they're serviceable just as well. So you'd be you know, better off uh, spending that time rerolling your hot your hothead. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> Instead of uh, people trying to learn how to cheese ribbon or something like that, you know. Yeah, it's like exactly. Yeah, it's uh, j- it's like again. That's is my favorite raid. Uh, Forsaken is my favorite expansion. Uh, most of it is not in the game anymore, and I still would never recommend someone actually buy that expansion. <laughs> like, uh, look at this too. Look at this. I just realized they haven't even normalized the prices on this. If you buy the 30th anniversary and Forsaken separately, that is the 30th anniversary is $25 and Forsaken is $20, okay? Yeah. If you buy those two things separately, that's uh that's 45 bucks, right? Mhm. Okay, the Armory collection, which is both of those things just buying them at once, 30 bucks. 
They haven't even normalized the prices so that the bundles are the same as the things individually. Incredible. And, like, I had to sit here and stare at this for a while to even notice that. I hit my desk. So somebody who's just coming into the game, who's just trying to get into the game, is not going to notice that. Mm-hmm. So people look at this list and it's like, what do I have to buy? It's crazy. And then yeah. Lightfall, and again, Lightfall fucking sucks. Yeah. Lightfall sucks. Honestly, I think the gameplay is as fun as it's ever been after Lightfall. But, yeah. God, the, the expansion was just bad. Mm-hmm. The location is bad. The story was bad. The gameplay, like I said, the gameplay's fun. I like Strand. I, I like the gameplay. Yeah. But, man, it just, it's not good. And they, they cranked up the price for that, too. That was, they released Lightfall after they increased the prices for expansions and for the seasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they still missed their revenue uh, targets by 45%. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And then they, uh, I think what the CEO or, or whatever his uh, title is at, at Bungie uh, tweeted out how, like, uh, they, they believe they kept the right people. And I know they, I know you said, like, Salvatore said, like, he, he kind of, like, you know, uh, left of his own volition. I personally think he's probably just trying to be respectful and trying yes. to, you know. It was one mean. of those it was I, one of those situations where some where somebody from the C suite comes up to you and says, you know, I, I think it's time for you to retire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and but but he uh the CEO or whatever said, Well, we kept the right people, implying that all the people let go were not the right people, and one of those people is the composer who has helped create probably some of the most iconic video game uh uh like uh soundtracks ever yeah uh, but fucking which queen's song dude savathun's song yeah, but, but like the halo soundtrack dude like, like <laughs> the halo theme like that the halo theme i think is probably the most like one of the most iconic video game um like um soundtracks ever uh, yes. i think people who don't even play video games know it uh, it's it, and the fact that the guy who's been at Bungie what like twenty years, uh, or not a lot, yeah, like just insane, insane. Uh, but this is part of the problem. Do you remember? And this came out during the during the lawsuit between Microsoft and um, uh, the FTC when Microsoft mm-hmm. was trying to buy Activision Blizzard, which they did do. They completed that. Um, Microsoft, but they had to, they, basically they were in lawsuit with the FTC who was trying to block it. They had to justify the fact they were allowed to purchase this company because they're getting very close to a monopoly. Um, but they, they said that they were considering buying Bungie. And do you remember what the reason was that they gave that they did not buy Bungie? Yeah, they said, um, they said in the documents, they said, um, Bungie has a very high, or some paraphrasing, but they had a very high burn rate. Yes. Um, Meaning they uh, spend money way too fast. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they see Destiny, especially after Witch Queen, they saw Destiny as a license to print money. Yeah. But the problem is Lightfall sucked. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so you can't. You can't sit there and print money off something that sucks. Yeah. And then, but, but to see, I mean, honestly, why did Sony buy them? 
I'm still I'm still Man. confounded about that. Well, okay, so Sony Sony what was pushing hard for live service games, right? They wanted to expand past just single player games. Not that they were that they were going to move away from single player games, but they wanted to like kind of expand their pro- portfolio well, of like, like what they, kind of games they yeah, were Yeah, cuz Insomniac and um, Naughty Dog are out here making like really huge single player titles, but they don't yeah. really have a live service game. Right. So they were trying to do that, and they bought Bungie because they were like, hey, Destiny has been going on like almost 10 years now. Uh, that is a success of a live service game. It's two games, but split between two games, but, you know, all the, all the same. Uh, they're like, well, Bungie has experience here. Let's buy them. And then not only did they buy Bungie um, just like for like what they were already offering, they, but they also, I, I believe they probably wanted Marathon, right? They probably wanted Bungie to revive some of their old IPs, or at least in yeah. name. Some of the so the Bungie's working on Marathon, um, and not just that, but they wanted Bungie to act as like almost like an overseer, like almost like their live service czar, uh, to kind of like judge what all the other Sony companies uh, uh, or Sony studios were doing, sort of teach uh, them how to run live service games. Yeah. So from there's a report a while back that the last so the last of us factions which is like this last of us multiplayer it's like a sequel to the last of us uh multiplayer game which came out with last of us one it's it was very popular the first one was very popular and they, they were in development of the uh of a new version of it like what it's going to be exactly no one really knows um some people probably probably an extraction or, shooter and probably extraction yeah so because everything's thinking, well, an extraction shooter now since battle yeah. royale so played out it, Right, exactly. So, um, P- so Bungie was uh, supposedly went to um, um, Naughty Dog, and they were like, uh, "Yeah, the player retention here is going to be bad," um, or something to that effect. I'm paraphrasing all this, of course, but they said something to the effect of, "Yeah, player retention is just not going to be there for this." And then Sony was like, "Uh oh," uh, and then they, I, I guess, you know, they restructured some things there. Kind of pulled the plug on it. Maybe not entirely, but it's it's still it's still ongoing. Apparently, like it's still being worked on. But the way the article made it sound like is that they kind of like started not start from scratch, but they pulled the rug out from a lot of things and started like reworking a lot of core features um, that they'd been working on. Okay, so that's sort of the thing. But it's also, (laughs) you know, it's also a little bit ironic that it's like, oh yeah, this is Bungie who is, uh, you know. Uh, talking about like player retention. Yeah, uh, when there's is falling off well, a cliff. Yeah, <laughs> like look, Destiny Two is still one of the most popular games like out there now. Still, but oh sure, it's got a dedicated were, player base. Yeah, from where they were though, uh, it's like oh man, if you look at the if you look at where they were. Well, from where they not, could have been in Lightfall, even with normal yeah. attrition rates, from where they could have been in Light, like if Lightfall yeah. was good. Uh-huh. They could be bigger now than they ever were. Yeah. And it because didn't even they, have their to, graph like, did after Lightfall be... came out is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Lightfall did not have to be as good as Witch Queen. It just did not have to be as bad as it was. And right. that is really, I think, the, the big problem here. Yeah. It just needed to be okay, and it wasn't even that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like watching the TV show. It's like watching a TV show, and you have this like really great episode, and it, it like opens up so many possibilities. And then there's two episodes left in the series, and the next episode is just like a bottle episode of something that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's a complete 
like side story uh, in in the series, and it doesn't move the plot along at all, basically at all. You're describing <laughs> an entire season of Supernatural, season seven, yeah, of Supernatural. <laughs> is right. is garbage and that whole show is like cw schlock right but but yeah. season seven is a bad show it's just <laughs> bad and and they took they released then after that they released season eight which people called season great uh even though it was just okay um it wasn't great it just looked amazing next to season seven anyway your lightfall yeah. is destiny two's season seven of supernatural uh-huh. <laughs> It's just terrible and nobody yeah. likes it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just like, look, there's a gameplay loop in Lightfall that is fun. I, I think Strand was fun. Um, but you have to ignore so many things about the expansion to be like, oh, yeah, this is fun. Yeah, well, I mean, look, I mean, uh, for people who are gameplay first and yeah, people who, yeah. who skip cutscenes and shit, like, mm-hmm. I mean, Lightfall is probably great for you because fucking the gameplay yeah. is as good as it's ever been. The gameplay yeah. is as fun as it's ever been in this game. Um, but if you pay even a little bit of attention to the story, boy, Lightfall is just a kick in the teeth. It's really bad. Especially because Witch Queen, like, the narrative team did so well of, like, tying off plot threads that had been loose for ten years in that expansion. Dude, there was Uh, the, the most interesting, the most interesting lore in the game is the lore of the Hive. And... yeah. Witch Queen basically took everything that was the lore of the hive and said, "All right, here's a twist, and here's mm-hmm. how it ends. Like, here we go. The hive, the hive yeah. story. You now know it all. Boom! And it was a massive reveal for anyone who knew about yeah. the lore of the hive. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go into Lightfall, and it's like they're talking about this MacGuffin, acting as if you've known about this for years." <laughs> It's hard. Just, it is hard to explain to people just how much this game introduces a random thing that you don't know about and pretends you know about it. And, and the NPCs are treating you like assholes, acting like you should know about this. <laughs> <laughs> when it's totally unexplained, it's nowhere in the lore. It's not even in the... I know people complain about the grimoire, like like it's stupid and it's all this other... Okay, fine. I get it. Fine. Complain about that. It's not even there. I, yeah, I, right. I'd like... At least that's something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> at least... This, this MacGuffin isn't even mentioned in the grimoire. Anywhere! No. It was just a brand new thing, and they were like, hey, uh, man, uh, we know all about this, and they're talking to your, your, your character, like, yeah, we gotta handle this thing with this MacGuffin, you know, that this MacGuffin's a very powerful force, you know what, can, what it can do, and we're sitting here like, no, we don't. It took all of the momentum um, that Witch Queen had and, like, ran it into a wall. A oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Well, and also, it's like... Uh, if you're going to, like, introduce a new thing in Lightfall, which is fine, wouldn't it be been a good idea if they introduced it in the seasonal gap between uh, uh, Witch Queen and Lightfall? Like, if they just, like, yeah. slowly introduced it and then they could pay it off in the actual expansion? Boy, yeah. that would be, that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Uh, crazy how they It's almost like they already have this seasonal method by which they could tell a story that Lightfall would actually really fit into super well. Yeah. They could have just sold the season, and we've talked about this before, but they could have just sold the seasons and told that story in seasons, and then if they needed to delay Final Shape, which they obviously did, um, that's why they made Lightfall in the first place, 
If they needed to delay the final expansion, just sell us the seasons. Just just tell the story seasonally. It's fine. Oh, and, and that's something I don't think we mentioned, but uh, the final um, expansion of like the main Destiny to their Destiny story. Oh yeah, general, the reason that the uh, next is, season is going to be months and months long. Yeah, is because the expansion is delayed from February to what June or July or something like that. Yeah, something so like that. That hasn't been officially announced, but I think that was yeah. part of Schreier's story. It was then. Yeah, Schreier broke that. So yeah. uh, again. Uh, when Jason Schreier like breaks news like that, uh, you can usually take it to the bank because he does not post anything unless he's like one hundred percent sure. Yes, he um, he's very good at verifying information. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's 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 one of those things where it's like, uh, yeah, uh, there's going to be like an eight month long gap uh, between now <laughs> or between uh, the next or the next season and then. Um, uh, until it releases, so that's going to be an insane wait. We'll have to see what I guess they um, they drop. Uh, they, they, they have to pay drop it some, off. They have to all that, but they also have to drop content in between because people. I, I can't imagine people are going to play eight months of like when there's like what four weeks of story seasonal content. And Look, they'll slap that, together like, another yeah. thing that's comparable to the 30th anniversary, probably. But the problem is they're going to try and sell it for forty fucking dollars. Right, yeah. Hey, here's another thing we're going to give you. Pay us money uh, for uh, because we delayed something. And at this point, I don't trust Bungie not to put some fucking super powerful fucking uh, some 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 uh, some linear fusion rifle with zero charge time behind the fucking paywall of that exp- of that of that you know whatever they end up calling it a content bundle or whatever. Like, I don't trust them to not sell power with it. That's totally totally <laughs> beyond the pale. They're gonna. The exotic weapon will be the Kvostov, but it just can do a million damage per yeah, shot. Yeah, right. Just, <laughs> just start selling. They just start selling a more powerful yeah. version of the Vex Mythoclast or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I I don't I don't trust them to not do some shit like that. Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's a it's a disappointment. Yeah. Also, I think one of the most shocking things that came out was. Um, Apparently, um, so after after the layoffs happened, the developers or the so a lot of people who were laid off um, came out and said that they had been listening to the community's feedback and they were begging, begging upper management to let them implement these things into the game. These changes, they didn't specifically go into what changes they were, but apparently there were fan requested changes like people who they would just like been playing forever, wanted to see in the game uh, and upper management just said, nope, nope. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll ne- we might never know what those things were for a while, but the fact that the developers really wanted to make the game a lot better and were told by upper management no uh, is uh, certainly something. It could have been related to PvP. There's been a lot, a lot of kvetching yeah. from the PvP community about the game recently, yeah. and for good reason. There's been a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, well, well yeah. now, you know, this is one of the things where it's like better late than never, but you can now favorite your shaders, which is something that people have been asking for for literally 10 years. Oh, yeah, if you have enough <laughs> shaders, it's, it, is, it is an absolute pain Yeah. to go through and yeah. try and put together an armor set. Ugh. Yeah. But... Anyway, I just don't. I, I am. It's so disappointing what no. what Bungie has done. It seems like this was. It kind of came out that people were thinking that this was a Sony thing. That Sony had gone to Bungie and said, "Look, we own you now. You're you're not doing as well as you should be. You need to cut costs." Um, people thought it was that, but it kind of. It seems based on what's come out that no, this was a decision that was made internally at Bungie. Sony's kind of not yes. really telling Bungie what to do at all. They're just letting them run their company. Yeah. 
kind of the way that people were describing working for Microsoft, where yeah. uh, it was the yeah. I think it was some of the Blizzard guys were talking about, you know, I wish that we had been bought by Microsoft earlier, you know, like when we were making Diablo mm-hmm. four and stuff, because it would have been, you know, going to Phil Spencer and been like, hey, uh, you know, hey, do we have to what, what, what do we do about this? What do we do about that? And apparently he just looks at people and he's like, run your fucking studio, make your goddamn games. What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things, because also, when when Sony bought Bungie, um, uh, they put, I think they bought them for, what, $3.6 billion or something like that, or $4.2, so, something around there. Um, they put, like, $1.2 or $1.6 billion uh, on the side for staff retention, for uh, so that there wouldn't be layoffs. And they already burned it. <laughs> so, yeah, they probably, <laughs> yes, they probably... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, so it's quite interesting. So, yeah, uh, Sony people originally thought this was a Sony thing, but yeah, as you said, that does not appear to be the case. Um, the way the way some of the people who were laid off spoke about it said this was upper management from Bungie specifically um, was the reason for this. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> anyway, um, you want to move on to something else because that was that that was big news. We hadn't had an yeah. opportunity to talk about it with all this stuff going on and. In, yeah, uh, sure. in the world um yeah but we can move on to uh how familiar are you have you ever used omegle no okay so omegle is a for those of, for those that don't know this is omegle is a is a is an interesting little time capsule of an earlier time on the internet um omegle was a website where you could go on and basically video chat with strangers you would like it was kind of like uh, i mean there was also like chat roulette is a similar thing where you 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 go on there you have your webcam and you're and you're 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 you know just chatting with random people who are also on omegle and it just matches you randomly and there you go um and i believe is this omegle or chat roulette that had like the uh the the like you're both interested in whatever and it's like if if you had like a a matching interest it would say that in the chat box before your call was connected mm-hmm. um so i'm like you both like video games and then it was supposed to give you like a conversation starter um there were a number of people who used it to sit there and uh have their dicks out and uh show them to 14 year olds accidentally or on purpose um <laughs> that, that seemed to be one of the primary use cases for omegle jeez <laughs> um but it actually is kind of there's a lot of content that's come out there were there were uh there are guys i believe um you know the do on youtube wait say 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 again the do it's like the d o o o o i don't think so no um he's a he's a musician and he goes on omegle or would go on omegle and just like ask for song requests and and people would oh. say, you know, hey, play this play this song. And he would, you know, play it on the guitar. And he would do a thing where he acts like he's a beginner playing the guitar and then he just shreds. <laughs> um, I, I've never used Omega, but I know of it. I, I know there's those uh, like classic videos of people being jump scared uh, yes, in the yeah. chat room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of cool stuff that's come out about it from it. Well, um, Omega's gone. Yeah, it's been shut down. Um. <laughs> the online video and chat this is from gamer the online video and chat service has come to an end after being active for 14 years back in march 25th 2009 the internet was introduced to omegle an online chat site that brought together strangers from around the world 
The service would pair up two random people who logged onto the site with full anonymity. The strangers would then enter a fresh chat room where they were free to talk or type with, uh, about whatever came to mind. It garnered attention for competing alongside Chat Roulette, another online chat platform that offered the same basics as Omegle. Both platforms enter popularity and their ability to link strangers to one another. Though this uh, also, though this also, uh, fucking terrible authors here. Um, this is a that that's not a good sentence. Nevertheless, internet users became well aware of Omegle's presence, especially after a surge in popularity during the COVID nineteen pandemic. However, that very presence have received has received a drastic adjustment. Uh, Omegle's gone. Omegle is shut down. Operating Omegle is no longer sustainable financially nor psychologically. Frankly, I don't want to have a heart attack in my 30s. Uh, that is from uh, uh, the founder of the site. So there you go. A little piece of the old internet's nope. gone. F's in chat. F's in chat from Omegle. <laughs> um, I, 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 you know, <sighs> he really just should have, they, okay, I'm, I'm, I, this is what I told Lady Jane when I saw this news first. Um, what I told Lady Jane was they should have monetized the masturbators. Create, <laughs> create a little side site or, or a section of the site that's only accessible by adults and, yeah. and monetize the shit out of the masturbators. Yeah, I mean, why not? Honestly, they could have been rich. <laughs> like, yeah. like filthy fucking rich. <laughs> um, there's also, you brought up the Game Awards are coming up. Yeah, actually, uh, by the time people might listen to this tomorrow, um, they might already be out. Uh, they're announcing the nominees tomorrow, or well, Monday, from when we're recording. They're announcing them Monday. Um, so, uh, I actually thought, um, I don't know if you have a list. Uh, I actually have a list ready. Um, but uh, announced, like I think last year they were six nominees, so I'm just going with six. I don't know how many they're not this year. Um, but these are just like I thought we could go through like some of the games we think will be. Oh yes. Uh, we can also talk about which ones we would prefer to be uh, nominated. But um, I have the ones that I think are announced. It's actually really hard uh, because there were a lot, a lot of um, games very like critically acclaimed this year there were several it's kind of surprising this might be the this might be the yeah. better year in gaming the best year in gaming that we've oh, had yes. since uh like the early 2000s yeah, yeah right <laughs> since maybe 2000 yeah. and, and and 12 maybe something yeah. like, something around there at yeah. least um so valheim's gonna win something right oh okay interesting huh yeah. I I don't know if they're going to be nominated for Game of the Year. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think uh, they will probably... I don't know. I, I think there's, there's going to be a nominated for some side category. Do you know what I yes, mean? Yes, yes. Um, like, actually... Yeah, Valheim's an indie game. Yeah, it's an okay, indie game. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, What are the categories for the Game Awards? Let's look. Uh, let's see. I have, I have it here. Oh, you um, have a list of the categories? Yep, yep. All right, what do we have then? So you have Game of the Year, right? Which is obviously the, uh, um, the main one. Mobile game, uh, Player's Voice, which is like the, the, the one where the player's votes have the most. Yeah. Um, 
uh, choice. Uh, best adaption. So this is like a, a TV or movie adaption of a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, most anticipated game, uh, multiplayer game, e- like an indie game, esports game. Um, let me see. Valheim, Valheim so, is going to win indie, right? I mean, it has to. I think probably. Yeah, I think for sure. Yeah. So then you have esports, ongoing content creator of the year, uh, role playing game narrative, studio game direction, art direction, uh, action game. Uh, it goes on and on, but those are like the main ones. Action game, action game Community support. Yeah, Spider Man action game. Or is it too so late I in the year? So. No, no, it's not too late. But I actually think it will be nominated for game of the year. I think I've not played it, uh, but I think given the reception of it, I think it's going to be on the main one. Yeah. But I do think it. But it can also be on both. You know what I mean? Like it's not sure. It's not like you get nominated for game of the year. It's yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy sixteen action game. Maybe not game yeah, of the year. I, I it's think... a PS five exclusive, and it's not that broadly yeah. played. But I, I think you're probably right. Yeah, I would I would put Final Fantasy 16 on action game. Yeah, yeah. Um, wait a minute. Oh no. Van- okay, mm-hmm. so how do they how do they judge this? Like, if you have a game that comes out on a different platform, like let's say a game came out last year and then it comes out mm-hmm. on a different platform over the year prior to the the, the awards. Does that count again? Like, is that a second bite at the apple for that studio? Uh, yeah, um, I I think yes, and I'll tell you why. Because Resident the Resident Evil Two remake was nominated for Game of the Year, I think, in 2019 or whenever it came out, and that was the remake. So okay, maybe I think. That might that might be a thing. Yeah. I ask because Vampire Survivors came out on Switch this year. Mm. If you played Vampire Survivors, it's one of the best indie games ever. I've never played it, but I've heard good things about it. I know a lot of people love it. It is so good. I love the shit out of it. I love Vampire Survivors. Yeah. Um, uh, so if you could pick six games that came out this year for like who you think will be nominated, do you have a, like a list of who you think will be nominated? Uh, for game of the year, yeah. Um, okay, it depends on how they do it and what their cutoff dates are. But I, I do have some suspicions. I think um, Tears of the Kingdom is guaranteed to be on the list. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom guaranteed to be on mm-hmm. the list. Uh, yes, hundred percent. I think um, Armored Core is is probable to be on the list. Not going to win. But it might be on the list. <clears throat> I think uh, Spider-Man, if it didn't release too late in the year, I think Spider-Man could be on the list. Um, I would also say... Uh, let me think. What else came out? There's one you're forgetting that uh, I think uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's fuck, you're right! Baldur's Gate 3. I would love to see Baldur's Gate 3 win game of the year. I I truly think it's still the front runner. Uh even still. Uh, I mean, uh, look, I think Starfield is probably going to be on the list just because it's such a huge launch, but I don't think it wins. I don't think Starfield is a game that people are happy with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I think it's possible Final Fantasy ends up on the list, even if it's not um, 
even if it doesn't actually win anything. I just think it being a PS5 exclusive kind of handicaps it, and it's not... Um, it didn't garner the same sort of broad praise that Spider-Man did. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yep. I, I still... But that, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I, I've heard really good things about Final Fantasy 16, though. Like, I've heard some mixed things as well, but people, some people say it will... The people who've played it will say it's their game of the year. Like, a lot of people who played it say it's their game of the year. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's tough. It's difficult, too, with the Game Awards because you have a lot of stuff where it's just like any AAA release is going to be nominated. Um, like, well, that I happens think, sometimes. Think, yeah, but I think there's only like six, five or six open slots for Game of the Year. Do you know right. what I mean? So you, um, and, and there's actually been a lot of games that released this year that were AAA. Uh, so it's it's a lot more than that. So it's going to be tough to see like exactly what. Um, uh, my... Um, my list, I, I have uh, Baldur's Gate 3. I think this is obvious. Uh, it would be the snub of the century if it wasn't nominated. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely it would. Not, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I do have Spider-Man 2 on there just because of how well it was received, uh, even though it's a yes. PlayStation exclusive. Um, my, the rest of my list is actually kind of... I didn't expect this. So I, I've got... So to be clear, these are not games I played that I would recommend. Well, I, okay, I played Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, not all of it, uh, but I, pl- I played it. I, you know, it, it's fantastic so far. Um, the rest of these I have not played, but this is just based on what I think will be nominated, not necessarily what I'd recommend, right? Yeah. What I'd personally put on my, my own list if I was making the ranking. Um, but these are just, so these are just what I predict, who the who I would predict will be nominated. Um, what about Lies of P? I it's on my list. Is it really? Yes. Yeah. So I have I again I have Baldur's Gate three. I have Tears of the Kingdom. Spider Man two. I have Lies of P. Um, I've watched people play it. Uh, people say it's the best thing since Bloodborne. Uh, yes, they um, they they really they call it. it as far as like Soulsborne like uh, yeah. likes go. It's game, people yeah. have said it's the best. Uh, souls like even though it's more of a bloodborne like but people say it's right. the best souls like game that's ever been made yeah uh people really love it so i did put that up there um i so because of, well i don't remember if we talked about this before this show or on the show but they, they have a rule where basically if the if there is some type of like big change in a game it can be nominated even if the game did not come out this year so on my list i actually have cyberpunk uh, Phantom Liberty. Phantom Liberty because of the because of that. Um, if they have a best expansion or DLC type thing, uh-huh. I yeah. think Phantom Liberty would be a shoe in for that. Yeah, yeah. Phantom Liberty is great. I'm still unsure. Uh, like I, the, these last two, I'm still unsure on, but I do think that it's a possibility given how critically acclaimed, um, like the 2.0 update was for Cyberpunk and yes. the expansion. Yeah. Um, another one actually which like I was excited for this game and I'm still excited I haven't played it yet I'm still excited for it but I was I was shocked at how well it was received uh, and that's Alan Wake 2 yes Alan Wake it's also very recent so it's going to yes. be on a lot of people's minds yes uh, it is apparently fantastic uh, what people say people don't people say not only is it fantastic but it actually is probably the best one the best survival horror games they've ever played 
um, just also narratively. They say it, it it does a lot of like really innovative things in the genre. You would expect so. that because Alan Wake, I believe Alan Wake is the it's the same um, studio that made Control, isn't it? Yeah, Remedy. Yeah, yes. Remedy. Remedy. So, uh, they made Control. Yeah. Yep. They made Control. Uh, Quantum Break was that their other game? Yeah, they. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, they. But I don't think made, they own uh, Quantum Break. I think Microsoft owns Quantum Break, don't they? Oh, uh, okay. You may be right. But yeah, they developed yeah. it. Like, they, I don't think they own the IP for Quantum Break. Okay, okay, yeah. But I think they own uh, it for Alan Wake and for Control. Control. Yes, yes, they do. Yeah. So, uh, that's going to... Uh, I, I People, like, everyone who's played it say it's just fantastic. It's like, narratively, it's like a mix between True Detective and Twin Peaks. Um, oh, that's cool. Uh, like, there's a very, like there's a, a type of uh, person who is like inclined towards that type of uh, those type of stories that is just automatically like bought in. Right. It's an easy yeah. sell for them. Um, so I, uh, people say, I would like fantastic. to, I would like to see if there's any connection between Alan Wake two and the, there was an Alan Wake related DLC for control. Yes. That were. sort of yes, linked those narratives. Yes. Oh, so if you don't know this, Remedy, um, all their games are in the same universe. Yeah, they're all connected somehow. Like, yes. Yeah, they're all they're all. Um, even if it's like a like a paraversal sort of connection, right? Uh, they, right. There's Control had a lot of stuff in it that linked it to, especially Alan Wake, and there was that yes. whole DLC about it um, that that connected those games explicitly. Yeah. So I become I become I've, I'm very interested in whether or not that's there. Yeah. Um, now, see, I, those are already my six. I'll go through them really quickly again. Uh, Baldur's Gate three, Tears of the Kingdom, Spider Man two, Alan Wake two, Liza P, and Cyberpunk. I'm questionable on Cyberpunk truly because I don't know if it will actually because it, it did not come out this year, right? Uh, right. Um, the DLC did, but uh, the game itself did not. So I'm questionable on that last one. I'm most unsure of the Cyberpunk pick, but there's also not on my list. Uh, Starfield, Armored Core six, yep, Final Fantasy sixteen. Diablo mm-hmm. 4 and uh, the Resident Evil 4 remake. Let me drop one more on you. That that has okay. a huge following, a huge community. Yeah. For the type of game that it is. Yeah. Street Fighter 6. Oh, right. Yes, dude. I totally forgot. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I should have included that in my uh, other people. Yeah. Love yeah, Street Fighter 6, man. Like like yeah. fighting games, Street Fighter fans are happy with Street Fighter Six. Wait, didn't more, the, didn't the new Mortal Kombat come out too? Mortal Kombat One, which I've seen nothing about since it yeah. launched. I don't think it was yeah. received well. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I, legitimately, I've seen nobody yeah. talking about but that game. Street Fighter Six. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of talk of Street Fighter Six, so I should have added that to like other potential uh, picks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, a, that's the thing. Though. It's really stacked this year, so a lot of like, no matter what happens, there's going to be a lot of people who feel like their game was snubbed. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing too. You think about, think about, let's think about the indies, right? You have, oh, yeah. um, there's so many good indie games from this year. Uh, yeah. Amnesia had a sequel. Oh right. Um, there was Valheim, of course, which, which we've talked about. Uh, I don't know if Vampire Survivors is going to be on that list, but but they launched on Switch this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Baldur's Gate three is double A. 
Uh, oh, dude, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk came out this year. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> it is a <laughs> it's a it's a game that's sort of similar to um, as I understand it. It's a game that is similar to uh, the old. Do you remember? Um, oh shit! What was it called? It was an uh, the rollerblading graffiti cartoon style. Very fun. I played it on an emulator. Um, shit! I can't remember what it's called now. Jet Set Radio. Oh, okay. So it is. It okay. is. It is inspired heavily by Jet Set Radio, mm. which is a very fun game. I really like that game. Um, but it also came out, and people enjoy it. People, people like people like that game, even though it's not hugely popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure if it qualifies as an indie. It might be more of a double A, but um, people really enjoy it. Oh, uh, Blasphemous Two also came out this year. Oh, right, right. And people love Blasphemous. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's just It was a really good year. Um, Monster Hunter Rise came out this year. Uh, oh, yep, yep. What, what was there for, like... Oh, Warhammer 40k Darktide came out, but that's more of a double A. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's some, there's some very... There's some interesting little games that came out. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, and, uh, what do you, What do you think? Go uh, Gollum is gonna get. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, that is. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think we ever talked about Gollum on the show. Um, so it's it's probably up there with uh, the worst game ever made, uh, up there with, uh, what is it, Ride to Hell 2 Re- uh, Redemption, yeah. or what, whatever yes. the game is called. Um, if, you, if you guys have never seen the Angry Joe uh, review of uh, Ride to Hell, you need to you need to watch that. Uh, it's terrible. Uh, it's terrible. Anyway, uh, yeah, Gollum, Gollum came out, and it was... Uh, uh, it's the, it, it were easily the worst game of the year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Probably Just one of the up there in some of the worst games ever made, especially busted from and boring. IP. You know, it's one thing to be one of the worst games ever made. It's another thing to be the worst game ever made while wearing the skin suit of an IP that's beloved. The Lord of the Fucking uh, Rings? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, that's a good way to describe it, wearing the skin suit of a beloved IP. Yeah. Like, uh... <laughs> Why, you know, why did the Tolkien estate sign off on this? Uh, uh, well, because um, I think from a high level, it sounds interesting. A stealth oh, yeah, action I, game with where you are Gollum and in in like the interstory period between The Hobbit and and yeah. uh, and Lord of the Isn't that where it takes place? It takes place between The Hobbit and the and uh, the Fellowship. Like, ah. Uh, I think that, or do it. I or thought it might it even t- predate the Hobbit. No, no, I thought it took. I could be wrong. I thought it took. I, I, I haven't. This is how much I've looked into the game's story because I have no interest in it. I thought it took place um, uh, in Gollum's escape in the Fellowship of, like, in between that period. But it might be. It might be like a blue oh, and then detail escape. It um, might. But from a but high level, I it know- sounds like an interesting idea. There is a world where that could have been a cool game. Uh, yes. That. 
Yeah, it's kind of like uh, just so you take the predator sections of the Batman game. And yeah. of, of the first, the original Batman Arkham Asylum, you take the Predator sections of that and you make a stealth action game where Gollum, like, look, Gollum can't take people on head, like, you know, head on. But what he can yeah. do is drop on somebody's shoulders and break their neck. Like, he can do stuff like that. Yeah. You could make a cool game out of that, but it's just, ugh. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever, I think it's a PlayStation exclusive, so you might not have ever played it. But there's there's also more like an, they could have made like more of an artsy narrative game like Journey. I don't know if you've ever played Journey. Oh, yes. It's a, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Fabulous yeah. game. Um, uh, it's, it, yeah, they could have made it just something like that, too, where it's mostly exploration. And you, they could have told a narrative like that. There's a bunch of different things they could have done. And they decided to, to, to amalgamate the worst monstrosity possible. They just They're took, like, yes, put it in. Just <laughs> put it in the game, Jerry. mechanics with dumb AI and did all of the worst Assassin's Creed following missions just it's, in a row. And that's the game. I think you're over... I think you're overselling it. How <laughs> it is worse than what you're describing. <laughs> uh, oh, like, here's a game. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, not to interrupt. No, no, um, go ahead, go ahead. RoboCop Rogue City. Oh, yes. Um, Double A release that people are loving. Yeah, this was something I, that came out of nowhere. When I heard about this, I thought it's like, oh, here we go. It's not going to be good. Uh, apparently, it's great from the people who played it. Yeah, uh, it's also yeah, it's also one of the better looking games I've ever seen. Uh, it's oh, like, it's uh, really pretty. Like, yeah, like, like not art style wise necessarily, because it's just like realistic, but uh, like graphic fidelity wise, it's like very like next gen. Um, um, but but it yeah, it's uh, people have been loving that game. Uh, it's it's uh, it kind of came out of nowhere on my radar. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, that's certainly a game that's uh, uh, probably worthy of one of these categories. Another indie release. I don't know if it released this year, but I know it took off this year. Dave the Diver. Oh, I don't know about this one. I don't think this is a game that 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 really kind of took off. I mean, this is a it's 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 an indie title um, that that people swear by. It's they say it's so much fun. It's just like a relaxing indie experience mm. that's that's supposedly a ton of fun um so i i mean that's a that's a possibility uh for an indie i i wanna I, it just seems like there's such a gulf though between games that came out that that everyone kind of loved and games that came out that either nobody cared about or um didn't matter so Right. Things like Redfall and Gollum and <laughs> yeah, and stuff that again, stuff that nobody cared about, like Star Trek Resurgence. Who's played that mm-hmm. game? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So one of the categories is fighting game. I think probably Street Fighter Six will probably take it. Hands down. Uh, I mean, Mortal Kombat will be nominated because it's one of the only ones. And then maybe the Dragon Ball Z uh, game right. that came out this year would be nominated for oh, that too. Right. Yeah. Um, but then it's, it's going to be street fighter six. There's no, there's no way around that. And there's, it just is. Ooh, indie uh, title one of, system shock. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Is night dive indie or is that double a? Oh, that might be double a. I don't know. Hold on. Either way. Um, either way, system shock is something that people really enjoyed when it came out. They really like one of the 
one of the categories is community support, like how well. Uh, um, I, I think this one is specifically like uh, like developer relations with the community. I believe this is the game that's nom- that's what is nominated for. I think Bungie won this last year or two uh, years ago. They might. They do. Uh, they well. They have done. They just laid off a bunch of the people on that team. Yeah, but, I, I don't think they're going to win this year. <laughs> yeah, they have done a very good job of that in the yeah. past. Um, yeah. You know who has really good sort of community community relations that I know of who, who I, I play their their games. Um, or or have played. Uh, the Elite Dangerous developers. I, I forget what their studio oh. is. Oh, yes, right. Yeah, they have something similar to a TWAB that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they have like a they have they have a a pretty strong sort of they they really try to keep people in the loop even though their announcements their 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 TWABs are general not TWABs but their their weekly sort of rundowns are generally pretty uh dry and stale because they don't actually mm-hmm. develop on the game very much <laughs> like there's not a bunch yeah. of new stuff hitting the game all the time but um right. but they do talk a lot with the community yeah um, um another category is um esports it's going to be Valorant and CS:GO right like yeah uh yeah there's the new Counter-Strike right yeah that people seem to hate uh, from what I've seen, <laughs> I don't know, uh, man. I haven't really seen very much about it at all, which kind of says yeah. a lot. <laughs> well, I know Shroud. Uh, Shroud hates it, and if he says he hates something uh, CS:GO related, I, I probably put stock in his his analysis. Sure. But uh, you know, who knows? Sure. Um, um, there's ongoing game. Um, the uh, I this is so. For, I've been watching the Game Awards for a while. This is all is always uh, Destiny Two and Fortnite. They're yep. always nominated every year, uh, straight. Um, and then you have and then you have other games that are less known, um, uh, also nominated as well. Uh, no way, see. Destiny wins that. I don't think so. Not this year. <laughs> oh, what about this, dude? Yeah. Okay. What about? Okay, so for both community relations and for ongoing yep. game. Warcraft. Oh, uh, yeah, honestly, yeah. That, they that is, just uh, announced Season of Discovery. They've done a lot of community relations with regard to Diablo 4 and Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually, I don't think Warcraft... Wait, what's... I don't think Warcraft was on there last year. It was fine. It was it was Destiny Two, Fortnite, and Final Fantasy sixteen or Final Fantasy fourteen. Sorry, that was on the um, that that's like on there every year. I think, but yeah, Warcraft would might be a a really good one. Blizzard might might actually have a shot there because uh, just like that, they, they've they've really made the Warcraft community happy this year. The especially yeah. the classic community, they they're they are very satisfied with where Warcraft is going. Yeah, um, especially classic Warcraft. They are they're very happy about it. And um the 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 Diablo four the game <sighs> despite some of the issues that they've had, they've constantly done those fireside chats with the with the developers and their community team mm-hmm. and they've done a really good job communicating with their players. Um with regard to that game. Even if the game itself was kind of underwhelming for a lot of people. Uh, Blizzard's done a really good job of that of late. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I think that, I think you're right. Actually, yeah. I could Did see you watch them the game doing that. 
Did you watch the Game Awards last year? I did not, no. Okay, one of the craziest moments, and I oh, still with think the kid who went up, I did see that. No, oh, oh no, that was oh. So there's two actually. Yeah, there's the kid, <laughs> and that kid exploded everywhere. Like he's in it, he's everywhere now. Uh, yes, all over the place. Just shows up randomly. Uh, the the kid talking about how uh, the Jewish rabbi Bill Clinton. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, um, no, there's the kid, but also Al Pacino just walked on stage and was introduced at the Game Awards for no reason. <laughs> was he in anything? Was there a Scarface game no. or something? Like, no. Oh he just presented God. like the first 10 minutes of the show. Randomly. Why? I don't know. I mean, like Keanu would be a better pick. Like any anybody. Uh, yeah. yeah. But somebody right. with some connection to games. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to look. Was Al, why Al Pacino? Uh, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't know. understand. I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand. Um, but yeah, I think I think those are those are probably those are probably some of the better games that that have come out. There's, I know. Yeah. I know there's some more that were like there were a few releases on the Switch. There was like a Katamari game. There was a Pikmin game. Oh yep, Pikmin Four or whatever, right? Pikmin yeah. Four came out, and that could be sort of a dark horse kind of game. People love Pikmin. Um, yeah. I just don't know what being a, a first party Nintendo game does for you nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, even first party Nintendo published. Like, I don't know what being a first party game does for you on the Switch because, like, you have things like Tears of the Kingdom, which is fine. Um, but then you have, like, uh, Pokemon, the most recent Pokemon, which was underwhelming and people hated. <laughs> yeah. Of course, that's Game Freak, but still, it's Nintendo published. Right. So I don't, I don't really know what being a first party Nintendo game does. Yeah. Is there a sports game category? Uh, let me see. Uh, hmm. Yes, sports and racing. Oh, they combine those. Yes. Oh. Oh. That could be, uh, that could be tough. Yeah. Because there was a Forza Motorsport that released this year. Mm -hmm. There was also a a more, there was a sim-like racer that released from EA this year, or that is releasing. I'm not actually sure what it's, if if it is coming out or if it has come out. There is a... There's the normal sort of slate of EA 2K, you know, sports games. Um, yep. Like NBA 2K, uh, whatever, and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, that could be an interesting one. I don't know. Uh, let's see. There's Best Adaption, which is, uh, as said, like, movie or TV based on a video game. This has to be the Mario movie, right? Like... Last of Us. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay, so Last of Us and Mario are for sure going to be nominated there. Yeah, that's right. 
Um, was there anything else that uh, was an adaption that really came out this year and did, did well? The Sonic, did the Sonic movie come out this year? The sequel? Or I that think last? that was last year. Was it last yeah, year? Yeah, I don't think that was this year. Okay. I can't think of anything else that would have been... Yeah. That would have been an, a, an adaption of a video game that came... Yeah, Mario and Last of Us is all I can think of. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, actually, this leads this can lead into something else I, I wanted to bring up. Um, one of the categories is most anticipated game. Uh, GTA Six, right? It has to be. Oh yeah, they just announced it. They 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 the just did it. Yeah, they just did an announcement I, I for that game. I wonder if that will play at the Game Awards or if they're going to. They usually don't. They usually have it save it for their own thing, um, but. In December is when the Game Awards happen, so it's possible. Who knows? Yeah, but uh, anyway, there were a million likes on that tweet uh, for the Jesus. announcement of the trailer. Yeah, the the GTA Six is yeah. Um, I, I'm trying <laughs> the, to think uh, of anything else, but I can't. Yeah, supposedly, supposedly, um, Rockstar. Uh, spent two billion dollars developing GTA Six. Well, how much did they have to? How much did they have to completely redo because mm-hmm. of the source leak? Right, that's a big part too. Right, yeah. If like because that uh, was, I, I was watching was a couple thing. of devs talk yeah. about that, and they were like, "If your source code leaks like this, especially at yeah. this point in development, you have to start right. over." Yeah. Because you can't you can't release the game with that same code base. You can't do it. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a big question. Um, Rockstar is one of those things where it's like uh, you know they're going to deliver quality like single player content, and then yeah. they're going to milk milk you the online experience. The online experience forever. is going to be an absolute <laughs> fucking roulette wheel. It's going to be the worst. It, oh, man. The amount of money they're going to take people, from people. I think people are, are fine with it just because they know it's like, hey, you, you did really good on the single player, so we'll forgive you. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. If I, if I yeah, buy the GTA. game, I'm not playing the online. I played a little bit of the of GTA yeah. 5 online, and it's just such a, it's such a fucking hamster wheel. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you're not going to do the hamster wheel, you have to just buy, buy content. You just have to buy it. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. not, I'm not fucking uh, doing that. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it will probably be the most successful game of all time if it's good. Like, as long as it has, if it comes out the gate good and, like, the reviews are good, it will probably be the, like, uh, most successful game of all oh, time. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That's why. I mean, that's already, GTA 5 is already hold set. Yes. Right? Uh, it's, it's is it GTA, uh, well, for an initial yeah. release or uh, over its entire life? Because I think on, Skyrim has over it. Entire, over, over its entire life, is what I mean. Okay. I think Skyrim has it over its entire. Because no, they've like, re released really? it a million times. I mean, they have, but GTA 5 is still, like, in the top 10 best selling games every month. <laughs> you is know? it really? Still. Yes. On, on oh, it's just like when it's grossing yeah. just over time? Because I, I can not, see that. I was just talking like individual sales. I, I, mm. I don't necessarily mean gross. It could but be. I, I didn't know that. Hold on. I, I, we can check it. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, 
While you do that, there is another game that came out that people played and kind of forgot about, but people did like it when it came out. Remnant 2. Oh, yeah. oh right. Yeah, that's right. That's another sort of double-A sort of uh, experience that people really enjoyed. People liked Remnant 2 a yeah, lot. Yeah. Okay, so apparently it's Minecraft. Minecraft is the most sold game of all time. That's not surprising be... at all. That is. Yeah, <laughs> I also, overlooked that. It's also uh, $20. <laughs> you're so right. Like... Let me, uh, let me uh, specifically search for GTA 5 versus Skyrim. Uh... Do you think Diablo 4 is going to be nominated for anything? Oh, man, I don't know. I, I it it's one of those it people were so unhappy with it at launch and it's supposedly better now in the second season but like people were really unhappy with it. Mm. I don't know I, I I guess it could. Yeah. They might they, I mean they look they got to give Blizzard some love somewhere because lord knows Overwatch 2 isn't getting shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I have some, I have the stats and I have some clarification here. Um, number one and number two. Uh, number one is Tetris, five hundred and twenty million. Okay, okay yeah, I, sure. I'm not counting. I'm not counting. Uh, then there's mine. The thing about the Tetris number, because I see that Tetris number uh-huh. a lot, they count all different versions of Tetris. They don't just count yes. Tetris, the first Tetris. So that's that's that number is inflated, right? Ridiculously, yeah. Okay, so actually, this is what's kind of surprised me. Skyrim comes in at number seven, at sixty million. Okay, sold. Okay, and GTA Five comes in at number three with one hundred eighty-five million. Jesus, that is a triple Skyrim. I thought Skyrim was way higher than that. No, no. G- I, GTA Five is still in the top ten best selling, like uh, best selling uh, games in like a month. Uh, still, <laughs> that is that is surprising. Yeah, yeah. That's really surprising. Yeah, but it's interesting. I I, I wouldn't have. Uh, I wouldn't. It have was also. That. It was also the fastest entertainment medium. Uh, to reach one billion dollars. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that game was huge. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's it, that's if wild. GTA Six like releases in a good state, I think it will probably surpass that. It will. It is the the hype around that game is. Well, I mean, I guess it depends too on what's the. But here's the thing. I would like to see what's the penetration of video games since GTA five came out. Like what are like are are people because I know that the numbers reflect to some extent, at least that like Gen Z and, and, and younger kids than that aren't really playing games as much as millennials did as kids. That is true. Yeah. So it's one of those things that's like, I, I don't know if video games are sort of. Um, experiencing a shift where there are fewer players. Mm. Maybe not fewer players overall, but the the growth of the player base is slower than it used to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I think that's true. I also think that it's it could be the case where it's just like specific games like GTA Six 
will be the exception to the rule for some people, where it's like, yeah, maybe they're they're not that interested in games, but they know that this is like a big event, and that will probably like you know if they're going to get enticed to play a game, it would probably be GTA Six. Yeah, that one makes sense. I just don't know. I'm I'm just uh, I think I think we covered a lot of the biggest releases though. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, Darkest Dungeon Two was was something that came out as well, but that's one of those indie platformers. It's kind of like, uh, uh, kind of like Blasphemous Two, you know that that that's got a small mm-hmm. but dedicated community to it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Did that uh, did the sequel to uh, that one indie game Hades release this year? Was is that still coming? out? That might have been this year. I can't remember. I don't know if it's out yet. Um, I can check real quick. Uh. Okay, it's 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 launching in early access, and or it, or it has launched in early access. Oh, then it would qualify. I think. I think I read on the thing that early accounts. Uh, uh, no, it will launch in early access oh. next year, Q two. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Which is fine. I I, I would trust them to do a proper early access launch, like like kind of like Baldur's Gate did, where it's like we're just developing the game yeah. while it's in early access, and then when we finish the game, it comes out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm just um, it's there were apparently there were like two Star Wars games that came out this year, and I didn't I didn't. Oh right, yes, Jedi Survivor. I oh forgot yeah, to there, add it. there was there was, was Jedi Survivor. Yeah, it it was plagued by performance issues on PC specifically. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's, I think, why it's probably not in a lot of people's, like, top six uh, for nominations. Yes. Uh, but from what I understand, it was, like, good otherwise. Like, it was a good game underneath those issues. Um, I haven't played it, but... Um, no, it probably uh, was, yeah. but but I haven't I haven't played it either because yeah. of those performance yeah. issues. Because <coughs> play, I, played, play I played the first one on PC. Did Lego Star Wars release this year, the new Lego Star Wars, or was that last year? The Skywalker Saga collection yeah. thing? Mm, I'm not sure. Let me see. Uh, it doesn't look like it. Uh, okay. It 2022. Like, okay. Yeah, it did that not. That was last year. Okay. okay. Well, if it was really late last year, it might be in this year's awards. But Oh, right. Anyway, yeah, I, I think that's I think that's a uh, that's a, that's pretty comprehensive. The the just like that. The, I, there's just so many. I honestly, I I hope this. I hope that they don't do if they're going to give awards to games that launched broken and took two years to get finished. I would hope that they would not do that for any category except for a most improved category. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I, I would like to see a most improved category. So even though I had Cyberpunk on my list, it's the one that's most in flux to me, where I think it's like a wild card. Uh, because while it, w- the reception of the expansion and the two point update, two update are massive, um, it is a really crowded year, so it probably doesn't deserve it. Do you know what I mean? Just oh, it absolutely doesn't deserve it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, if there's one like just like that, if there's an expansion or DLC category, I think it deserves that yeah. hands down. Hands yeah. down. But not no, but not it doesn't deserve to win 
when it launched broken. It doesn't deserve to win game of the, win game of the year. It doesn't deserve to win uh, any of the other categories because it launched broken. If they, if they, um, I would honestly be cool with seeing a most improved category. Yeah, I would rather I mean, games didn't launch broken, but. <laughs> there's the best ongoing game but that's not exactly the same you know no i think that's uh, for like live service right yeah. yeah 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 it is yes oh shit speaking of this year was kind of a renaissance year for tarkov oh uh i heard a little bit about this yeah so escape from tarkov may actually have a, a bit of a mention in there somewhere oh right yeah as a live service game because it was it uh, now there was also the um major expose about its cheating problem (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if anybody saw that but there was a huge expose done on escape from tarkov's cheating problem (laughs) like there are a number of people with um hacks on in every lobby you drop into (laughs) yeah so it's uh it's 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 really bad uh but mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of people that play that game and love it and it's kind of it, it, I would I would say that Tarkov is the game that has sort of made the extraction shooter a viable uh concept I mean the the I think it did for or is doing for extraction shooters what um Fortnite did for Battle Royale yeah Oh yeah, for sure. Like it, like the whole extraction shooter genre like was birthed from Tarkov. Like that was like the first time it came up on people's radars. Yeah, as a thing. Uh, so yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, grown from there. And Bungie's uh, making a whole goddamn game about it now. <laughs> like yeah, Marathon right. is an extraction shooter, and that's all it is. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, the DMZ mode in Modern War, the recent Modern Warfare Two, was an extraction shooter uh, mode. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I, I think I think a lot more games are probably going to like uh, experiment with that. It'd be interesting to see what Fortnite would do with an extraction mode. There's a re- there's a, supposedly some open world mode coming in the next chapter, and people are speculating whether that's either there's a, like a fifty fifty split between people theorizing that it's either going to be like a Minecraft open world type thing, not literally Minecraft, but like in in the way that Minecraft is open world sure. and like survival, or it's going to be an extraction mode, uh, one of those two. But uh, I, I would not be shocked at all to see uh, that type of mode come to like a bunch of like game live service games in the future. Yeah. It would be interesting to see what what they would do with it. But just like that, honestly, I don't know. I I was looking at, I've been playing through, and I said on Twitter, I'm playing through the Gears of War games uh, for the Mm -hmm. first three, the original trilogy with my brother. And um, we're going to start on three soon. We beat one and two in like a combined 20 hours on hardcore on both. Mm -hmm. So like the, the, I, I miss and I mentioned this, I miss when like you would get games that would come out and they would be, you know, you had your single player story and then you have your, your, your co-op component and then you have your multiplayer component and your multiplayer components, the replayability, the single player story is a nice, you know, 15 hour experience. You can just sort of churn through and enjoy it. And then you, you can play it again with a friend if you want to or whatever. But yeah, I, I miss those. I miss that era of gaming. Yeah. Right. You, yeah, exactly. Yep. 
Because nowadays all you get is like you can get sure. really, really well designed single player experiences like Spider Man or Final Fantasy sixteen. You can get these incredible experiences, or you get a live service game and there's no in between. Right, exactly. Uh I remember because like I remember like this uh, like one of the big things um like was uh when black the first black ops came out uh people were, loved that game because one it had a great single player story uh-huh. and it had great multiplayer oh yeah oh yeah black the, ops the, one and black ops 2 both yes had, black uh, ops 2 i would say was the was the one that well modern warfare 2 yeah. did it too but but black ops 2 people fucking loved black ops 2 yeah yes yeah it i think i think most people would say black ops 2 was probably their favorite call of duty uh, ever and it was uh, because they they really loved the story and they loved the um the multiplayer both so it, like both those things together uh nowadays yeah you, you really see people like or games like lean heavily in one direction or the other um but back then you did have a really good balance uh where it's like yeah you have the single player which you know stands on its own but also uh there's multiplayer too so you can keep replaying like this and have fun yeah, that's why Baldur's Gate three is great. Is because it has that 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 yeah. great sort of co op and replayability oh, to Halo, it. Halo, right? Halo yeah. is a classic example of this as well. Yeah. Yes, it is a classic example. Uh, the the and Halo, well, back in the day, man, <laughs> prior to three four three, which is one of the reasons that I'm so disappointed to see where Destiny's gone because this is the same company that made Halo one, two, and three. I, although I, from what I understand. I thought I could be wrong, but I thought a lot of the developers that made from a lot of developers from the OG Bungie, the ones that the Bungie that made Halo are actually at 343 now. And the Bungie we have now is almost completely different from the ones that made Halo. That is certainly possible. Yeah, that is possible. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, there was also the there was the multiplayer live service, almost MMO type mobile suit Gundam game that came out this year and shut down this year. <laughs> oh, wait, was that the one that shut down in two days? Um, it shut down very quickly. I don't know. Uh, um, <laughs> there was, there was some like live service Gundam era live service game that I thought shut down two days. It was, after it released uh, or something. <laughs> let me pull it up real quick. Cause it's one of the funnier stories. Okay. Gundam evolution. Yeah. Um, Gundam Evolution, it came out. Uh, let's look. Ooh, wow. Uh, it sh- it's shutting down at the end of November. Oh, okay. Um, let me pull up the actual release date. Gundam Evolution. Uh. Jesus, what what the fuck? None of these... I'm gonna have to cut this chunk out. I fucking hate the way internet articles are written. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, okay, so Gun Evolution released uh, in... Okay, it was in September... And then uh, on on uh, on PC, it released in September of 2022. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Gundam Evolution 
will be shutting down on November 29th. (laughs) (laughs) September 21 to November 29th. (laughs) Incredible. (laughs) So just over a year that game existed and it could not find a player base. (laughs) I think part of the problem was nobody knew the game existed. Yeah, (laughs) because I love Gundam and I like, uh, you know, multiplayer sort of games like this. It's built on Unreal Engine 4. I like the way Unreal Engine 4 feels. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a it's this game is kind of right up my alley as an FPS, uh, like a a multiplayer FPS. It seems really, really uh, it seems it seems almost tailor made for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it existed until I saw the shutdown stories. <laughs> yeah. I think that could have been part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the people who would love to play this game didn't know it existed. Because yeah. <laughs> I had no idea this game was even a thing. <laughs> until I saw the stories a couple of months ago about, about it being shut down. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't. I, uh, I, wish, uh, it was, I wish it was good. good. I wish it were. It probably is good. I wish it had an audience because it seems like the kind of thing I'd enjoy. Yeah. There is um, an indie game that's in development um, that actually would probably go in one of my more anticipated in like the anticipate category for me. I don't know if you've seen Out of Action, uh, the game. Uh, it's like a cell shaded shooter type type uh game um it looks interesting like just mechanically and uh like art style wise um i've I've seen some i've seen the developer post on on twitter a few times about it it looks it looks cool Mm, are they trying to build a uh are they trying to is this supposed to be a huh they say it's pvp and pve yeah Seems like a. It seems like it. It would want to be a uh, a uh, um Counter Strike competitor. Just looking um, at the way I it plays and stuff. Yeah, I, I think they're trying to make it not esports. If I think they've said that in the past, where they wanted to make it just like fun in general, even if it's a little unbalanced. Do you know what I mean? That type of thing. Oh sure. Um, intentionally so. Um, but I, I love the art style of it. Like it, I, I think they even mentioned they they went for like a '90s anime aesthetic, which I'm a huge fan of. Oh, it looks uh, great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, that looks pretty cool. The environmental effects are cell shaded. Honestly, it looks like it would yeah. it would run light. Yeah, it, it looks like it would run really light. Yeah. Cell shading tends to be is if it's done correctly. Cell shading tends to the and and sort of low detail. It's a very low detail. The environments do not look particularly yeah. detailed. This this could run. Hmm, I'm interested in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really am interested in this. This looks great. Yeah, yeah. Good cell shading is like a cheat code because it's like it it's it, it's pretty good on performance and it like works because you can hide uh you know textures that may not be the best looking you can chalk it up to art style direction you exactly know? <laughs> yeah and and just like that low yeah. detail stuff tends to look good cell yeah. shaded 
Oh, it does. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm actually going to add this to my wish list. This, this looks yeah, really it's, good. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, it looks. Fun. Yeah, I'm going to follow it and add it to my wish list. Um. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Okay, so I'm glad. I am glad that you and I were able to talk about video games for a little bit. Yeah, me too. <laughs> because I, I, we need we needed a break. <laughs> Yes. We needed a break yeah. from talking about uh, the horrors of the world. <laughs> yep. Yep. And there's still plenty to get mad at in the realm of video games. Um, <laughs> like uh, like Bungie, not running their studio properly. Um, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything else that you wanted to bring up, man? Nope, I'm I'm good. All right, let's get to plugs then. Uh, sure. You can find me on Twitter at Ace underscore Arcus. You can find me on uh, Blue Sky at AceArcus.bsky.social. And my Substack is AceArcus.substack.com. That's it. All right. Uh, Pacing Joska, J O U S K A, on Twitter. You can find me on Blue Sky, PacingJoska.bsky.social. And uh, the show, T E T C dot show on Blue Sky, at T E T C show on Twitter. Um, and that is all. Thank you so much for listening, y'all. Later, guys. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of The End Times Continue. For links and other information, come see us at TETC.show.